The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen-centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and post-partisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. Welcome to the Reimagine America Radio Hour. I'm a businesswoman, not a politician. I solve problems. I don't make them. In business, the beginning, the middle, and the end of a problem usually comes down to the money. It's no different when you're debating investment in America's dilapidated infrastructure. The American Society of Civil Engineers issues an annual report on the American infrastructure. It covers 17 categories, and it grades each of them on a scale from A to F. It's not a very pretty report card. Aviation earns a D. That should scare you if you're planning to fly any place this summer. Bridges get a C. Broadband, another C. Dams, a D. Drinking water, hardly better at a C minus, and energy about the same, another C minus. Hazardous waste. Well, that's kind of alarming that that gets a D plus. And so do the inland waterways. Another alarming D, levees. Public parks get a D plus, but they have their own budget. Ports, well, ports are a bright spot. They get a B as in boy minus. Rail systems, the best grade of the entire report at a solid B as in boy. And then we look at roads, where we return to that very frequent D as in dog grade. Schools get a D plus. But the report does say that that is based on insufficient and incomplete data. So it's just a guesstimate. Solid waste, a C plus, wow. Stormwater, that's the runoff from storms. Those systems get a very, very expensive D. A D, not a B, a D. Transit systems. A solid D minus. I think that was grading on the curve. It could have been an F. Wastewater treatment is another D as in dog plus. So it is time to act with urgency to reform and rebuild these systems. But when we look at President Biden's infrastructure jobs bill, These 17 categories are not where the largest tranches of spending spending are targeted. But when we look at President Biden's infrastructure, his jobs bill, these 17 categories are not where the largest tranches of spending are targeted. The White House summary of the American Job Recovery Act shows that 787 billion with a B of the 2.25 trillion with a T 
proposal is consumed before the word roads even shows up on the summary. That's because there is $400 billion in the plan for elder care. And while it pleases the SEIU, it is the largest single tranche of spending in the infrastructure plan I don't see anywhere up above here. There, then there's $213 billion for affordable housing. I'm looking, nope. $174 billion for electric vehicles. Hmm, I don't see that on this report. And you know that $174 billion, some of it goes to research, but lots of it goes to $7,500 subsidies for taxpayers who can afford a $40,000 second car that has a maximum driving range of plus or minus, if I'm generous, 150 miles on a full charge and takes 10 hours to get a full charge. And you know who else will benefit from those subsidies? <laughs> Big corporations with fleets of electric powered delivery trucks. You know who I'm talking about. Senate Republicans countered the Biden proposal this week with one of their own, totaling a mere $568 billion. But all of it is spent, every penny is spent on society of civil engineering priorities. So just for the kicks and jollies of it, let's compare these line items side by side. Roads and bridges, well, they get $155 billion from Biden, $299 billion, almost twice, in the GOP plan. High-speed broadband, $100 billion in the Biden plan, a mere $65 billion in the GOP plan. School construction, $100 billion in the Biden plan, but zip in the GOP plan. And that $100 billion is above the $194 billion already included in the December and March COVID stimulus plans and not yet spent. Either $194 billion or $294 billion are in largely in excess of the $20 billion that the CDC estimated was required to COVID retrofit schools so that they could reopen. And that was what those two relief bills were aimed at. So power grid modernization as we move along and clean energy transmission. Well, that gets $100 billion in the Biden plan and not a penny from the GOP plan. And, you know, I kind of wonder about that one because you'll remember the Texas deep freeze and what the consequences of not being a participant in the modern grid were. Public transit, $85 billion in the Biden plan, $61 billion in the GOP plan. We're getting somewhere. Railways. $80 $80 billion in the Biden plan, but only $20 billion in the GOP plan. Airports, $25 billion in the Biden plan compared to $44 billion in the GOP plan, which 
aligns better with FAA recommendations. Safe drinking water, storm water removal, and waste management. Well, $100 billion in the Biden plan compared to $62 billion in the GOP plan, you know, that's bridgeable. Ports and inland waterways, $17 billion in the Biden plan and $17 billion in the GOP plan. Who'd have thought? Looks to me like there is an opportunity here for a bipartisan compromise between the president's numbers and the GOP numbers. It should be possible to come to some reasonable agreement, leaving to the side the thornier issues of defining social infrastructure to the yet to be announced care economy plan where they more appropriately belong. And the sad reality is that this is just more spending. You know, this, whether you spend 2.3 trillion, oh, I'm sorry, 1.3, 1.6 trillion or 568 billion, it's just more spending. It's not necessarily improved spending. It's not necessarily more future focused spending. But you know what, that, that focus on the future that's so essential is a deeper discussion that we don't have time for today, but that we certainly need to have. And then there is the issue of greatest importance to our great, 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 great grandchildren to the fifth power at least, how to pay for this entire spending package. But again, that's a longer talk than we have time for, but I'll give you a preview. It will come down to, to tax or not to tax, and who to tax, and in the fine print, what is going to be the impact on the so-called middle class? We don't have enough billionaires and trillionaires to pay for this, folks. Still, coming to some level of bipartisan agreement would be good for the country. And the people engaged in this effort are serious legislators. So I've got some modicum of hope that they can come together demonstrating just this one time that Congress can come together to work for the American people instead of their own power and partisan advantage. This infrastructure issue is an opportunity for some beneficial bridge building between members in both houses and from both parties in the storming, forming, and norming stages of negotiating an infrastructure compromise. It would be good for the president who campaigned on being a uniter. It would be good for the American people and the American economy. It would provide better services, allow for higher workplace productivity, and create good paying jobs. It will be even more popular with the American people, however, if it can be paired with the newly introduced bipartisan legislation that would require that all of this infrastructure spending be spent on made in America materials and components. 
Thanks for listening to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. You can learn more at reimagineamerica.org. Got a comment or an idea for a future show? Email Joyce at reimagineamerica.org or find her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy or at Reimagine Radio. Take a minute now and go to reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you love the podcast, donate and tell others. You can invite Joyce to speak at your next meeting or conference through reimagineamerica.org. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast at ricochet.com or c-sweetnetwork.com. That's c-sweetnetwork.com. Together, we really can reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>